Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So it's uh, all for play for still. I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Hi, villains, and welcome to For the Love of Bombergrad podcast. It's Neil and Paddy back again, and we're in a bit better form than we were the last time. This is probably a bit more sanitized podcast. Uh, well, until a- until after the Liverpool game, I suppose, we'll be a bit more sanitized in our podcast. But uh, there's no harm in that, I suppose. And we're coming to you today. We're going to chat to you a small bit about Liverpool. And then we've got a little bit of a roundup of a little something that we were we were thinking about with regards to the January transfer window, and uh, and we'll we'll talk a small bit more about that in a moment as well. But Paddy, first of all, how are you doing? Is it snowing down in Limerick today? It most certainly is. We were out with the kids playing this morning, so uh, they were. Uh, it's the first time I've seen them out of bed before eleven o'clock in the morning since uh, Christmas Day. So. Yeah, nice uh, dusting, we'll call it, a snow. The, the roads aren't too bad, so. Yeah. I hope the Department yeah. of Education aren't listening in, Paddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're not officially back at school until Monday, so. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. 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 It doesn't snow up here at all. We're too close to the sea where we are, so we just get hard frost. And uh, yeah. I did feel sorry, actually, for there was I, I was taking the dog for a walk this morning around 7 a.m. in the morning, and there was no, well, when I say an old lady, she was older than me anyway. She was probably in her mid fifties, um, but uh, like literally, she was holding on to a, a, a. It wasn't even a lamp post; it was just like a post on the ground. And as there, I, like as I was walking past, I knew she was struggling with the with the ice. But it was kind of one of those things that that there was nothing I could do. I couldn't just I couldn't just like kind of hold her as she was walking along. So uh, I got her over onto a patch of grass, and then she was able to walk back down a small a bit down the road on the grass. But it was lethal. It was like an ice rink this morning. So it's my good deed done for the week, done for twenty twenty one. Yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, but uh, it would have been a lot easier if the dog didn't think we were playing some sort of a game and he started trying to run around and put the lead getting <laughs> caught up between our legs and stuff like that. It was It was mad, but... Uh, yeah, no, it's odds well that ends. And then you've got to worry about COVID on top of that as well. Oh <clears throat> uh, yeah, well, actually, she was all she was all mas- masked up. I wasn't, but I was literally like my arm couldn't have been extended anymore when I was trying to move <laughs> her along. But uh, needs must, needs must. Um, so we're coming here talking to you guys about Liverpool today, uh, and literally, I'm going to be bang up uh, honest with you guys. I haven't a notion about how this game is going to pan out. It's one of those games whereby, you know, I couldn't tell you if he was to play, if, he, if we were to play all our kids in this game, I wouldn't be surprised. If we were to play a mixture of team, I wouldn't be surprised. If we were to see Bjorn Engels in goals, I wouldn't be surprised in this game. Like, I just, I have no idea. <laughs> well, what you might. Going to say. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I might question whether he was on the, the cooking cherry uh, when he was picking that team or whatever. But, uh, I've no idea. I've absolutely no idea how this how, how this uh, team is going to line up. Paddy, have you had any thoughts on it? Is there anything that's no? It's 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 nearly impossible to do a review of what 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 the thinking is really because you know I I think uh, I think Liverpool have bigger fish to fry than the FA Cup this season. I think their their sole uh, their sole incentive this year is to is to retain that uh, league title. So I would imagine you're going to see wholesale changes from them. Then again, who knows? <laughs> they might all be punished by being put out again, you know, after mm. the, the runner results that they've had. So um, it'll be interesting um, for ourselves. I, th- I think there'll be very few changes. I think, I think we might see two or three. I think we might see Tom Heaton get some time. Um, I think there's a couple of players in there that need a bit of time. You mentioned Bjorn Engels. I think he might get a run. And the other one maybe being Conor Horahan and Keenan Davis. Other than that, I think the usual swapping around of wingers or whatever may come into um, effect. But, you know, I I don't see wholesale changes from us. But then again, who knows? Yeah, it's like, it's it's a strange one. Um, I'm not too worried. As in, I, look, I I could be worried fifteen minutes into the game, depending on what they what they play. But uh, I'm not too worried about giving our giving our squad players a go. Uh, if anything, the last six to eight weeks have proven that our squad players are well able to to fit into this system. And I think a lot of the there will be missteps. Like there will be missteps in this game if we do uh, empty the bench and and play squad players, and that's to be expected. And and I think for me, what I'm going to do is I'm going to sit back and going to enjoy this game. I'm not going to, I'm I'm not going to be too harsh. I'm not going to mark it too, uh, too harshly, should I say? Um, but I'm expecting to see a lineup uh, that is good enough to go there and play play with the system now that we're in it. What 18, 24 months, almost about twenty four months now, we're in yeah. this system. So we and all, a lot of these players, bar maybe uh, Bertrand Shrewry. Uh, have been in this system for 12 months plus uh, at this stage. So we we, we really, like, there, from the excuse, I, I think a lot of excuses last year was trying to find the system, trying to play the system in the Premier League. And then when you were swapping and changing people in and out, even if, even with your back four, which I know need to be a concerted unit and have to play it together, I think it was more so the, the, the trying to find the tempo of the system as well was a big thing. Um, so for me, I'm expecting 
a team to to make mistakes, but to go out there and, and at least we we should see some some attacking intent and some yeah. uh, good defensive performances from this team. But look, it will all it will all depend on what they throw. They could they could start with a, with a front four of Shakiri or Rigi Minamoto. They could have maybe a midfield of. I don't know. They might play Curtis Jones in there. They might take Thiago. I would be blown away if he doesn't get minutes, uh, just to fitting him up and and someone like Chamberlain. You know, they can't really sw- swap and change at the back because they don't have anybody back there as in in reserve. So I think we're going to see a pretty. You might see Nico Williams come in at right back or something like that. But I don't think you're going to see huge huge changes at their back four. Um, yeah. Look, I, I'm excited. Saying all this, what, what could happen as well as Dean Smith plays his plays his best eleven and takes three of them off at halftime. You know, we just we just really don't know what's going to happen. But I'm and uh, you know, I think I think it's the FA Cup is not really our focus this season either. The magic of the FA Cup, Paddy. Magic of the cup. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, every every time you hear the magic of the cup, you got to take a big swig of your beer this weekend. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we'll um, see what is it when Marine are playing uh, Spurs this weekend. Uh, Jamie Carragher, I think, plunked up, put his hand in his pocket, or his foundation did to sponsor. Is it Marine? I think they're called Marine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we'll see. How, we'll see the magic of the cup because, I, I, in fairness, look, I, 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 I do love to see that the, the potential giant killings. And you think back through the years of teams like Yeovil and and God, I can't, I can't even think of a couple more. But there's there's always one team. Oval, that goes Telford, all the usual uh, Wrexham, yeah. you know. Yes, yeah. yeah, they do go on runs. But uh, look, would be well, great. From, from our from our point of view, as I said, I don't, I don't think it's our our, our main uh, objective is to is to go well in the FA Cup this season. Um, but having said that, you know we're all in lockdown. I'd hate to see weekends where we're sitting around twiddling our thumbs with, with nothing to play for. So obviously, I'd like to see us win. Um, I think it's a it's a it's a good uh, good distraction from the league. I just think the most important thing is we get through this weekend. You know, be it what it is, just come out of it unscathed and and have our best players ready to go against Spurs on on Wednesday, which I think is the main thing that we've got to look forward to. Paddy, when was the last time we won an FA Cup game? Oh, jeepers! Is it twenty sixteen or seventeen? We won our. One one third round match. I don't know. Twenty sixteen. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we. I think we've only won one match since we got to the got FA Cup final. final. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we've lost our last five as well. Yeah, we've definitely we've lost our last five. Um, yeah. Look, I. <clears throat> it's 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 a Friday night game. Um, this coming Friday night at what quarter to eight? I think it is. And uh, Villa at home be fantastic if we were there, wrapped up in. In, in the Woolies and and uh, and watching the team, but uh, we aren't, and we'll have to watch it at home. Look, it's 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 literally one of those games that it'll be what it'll be. Uh, I, I haven't seen who's reffing it yet. Uh, oh God, we, we, we won't fo- <laughs> we won't focus on that. But um, I'm not even going to make a prediction. Look, I, I'm just I'm 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 going to be happy for a good performance. I'm going to be happy for as long as no one gets injured. I'm going to be happy as long as no one does anything stupid and gets a a stupid red card or anything like that or that there isn't any blatantly obvious mistakes for goals or anything um, I just want to see coherency I want to see us, uh, I'd have no problem with locking it down for uh, 120 minutes or whatever it is and um, and taking it to penalties and they'll all draw and taking it to penalties fuck it, I, I, I'm in for anything in this game and I don't really yeah, mind I, could, I honestly can't see that happening I, I'm, expecting nah. a, I'm expecting a lot of goals from both teams I'm expecting <laughs> a, a 4-2 or a 
three two or four three, but <clears throat> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> see? Exactly. It's all pie in the sky for now until we see who, who goes out in that pitch. And I wouldn't put it past Dino um, having a spy at the other end of uh, the M6, seeing who gets on the the bus for uh, yeah. for Liverpool in the afternoon. So time will tell. <laughs> Watch you though. Watch it. for all for all your leads bashing as well. Look at you turning into Bielsa over there with your with your spies and and, and trying to <laughs> trying to figure out other teams. <laughs> Paddy, if I was to if I was to to ask you a question, what do the following players have in common? <clears throat> I tell you, I might need some some music behind this one. Joy Joy Johnson, Alberto Solano, Eric Jemba Jemba, Ashley Young, Sean Maloney, John Carew, Phil Bardsley, Gabriel Carroll, Emmett Heskey, da- Darren Bent, John McCoon, Kyle Walker, Michael Bradley, Robert Perez, Ender Stevens, Robbie Keane, Yakuba Silla, Simon Dawkins, Ryan Bertrand, Grant Hall, Carlos Hill, Scott Sinclair, Scott Hogan, James Bree, Connor Horan, Henry Lansbury, Baker Bjarnason, Jacob Badu, Sam Johnson, Neil Taylor, Axon Tuanzebi, Lewis Graben, Jesus, I've got Lover Kalnich, Freddie Gilbert, uh, Tyrone Mings, Tom Carroll, Courtney House, Samata, uh, Borka Basta, Danny Drinkwater, and Pepe Reina. What do they all have in common, Paddy? They would all be players that Aston Villa signed in the January transfer window since the transfer January transfer window was introduced back in 2002, I think. Correct. 2002, Jesus, yeah, Joey Johnson, would he have been 2002? Probably would have. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably would have. It's mad to think there that you can get as far as the likes of Simon Dawkins. Like, he feels like a million years ago. And then, then you <laughs> well, have, speak, like, speaking Scott Speaking of a million years ago, we, we probably have a whole generation of listeners here who don't realise that you used to be able to sign a player on and off until the end of March. Yeah. <laughs> there was no such thing as a transfer window. Which is it seems like a million miles away, nearly nearly as long as the goalkeeper have been able to pick up a back pass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's uh, yeah, the, the, the dagger through the heart of of um of Dwight York leaving in that in 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 that fashion. I think was 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 the biggest one for me. I think it changed shortly after that. But um, yeah, there are all the players that we've signed in January. Uh, some good, most not. I think it's yeah. fair to say <laughs> we haven't had the best. We haven't had the best. <laughs> but uh, look, as I say, God loves a trier. And a lot of those, what I can see is a lot of those guys have been brought in to bring in steel to, the, to, to a, a, a team that was maybe floundering at times. Yeah. Or they've been kind of cheap signings to bring in to try and maybe provide a spark like Carlos Hill. Uh, the, the unbelievably creative and, and, and um, I would say flashy Grant Holt another one uh, but there's there's been a couple of guys who've come in there to have you know this this well it's mainly it's mainly being panic boys really isn't it yeah and it, that's what smacks from here or the odd robert perez or 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 even robbie Keane was kind of okay you might need to stop naming names now because we might get to them again in yeah. a few minutes yeah <laughs> paddy tell me tell me tell me this of those and and this might be difficult but who's your top five Top five is the hardest part. It's, it's, the, it's the top. The worst list is is, is even. Uh, <laughs> it's very easy because we've got so many to choose from. So my top five. I've got with number five, Robbie Keane. Um, might be a bit. Uh, 
bit of a hard one for some to swallow, bearing in mind that he was only there for a short time. But when he came in, he made a huge difference to the team and scored some very important goals, which ultimately helped us stay up that season. Um, number four, I have Conor Horahan. Uh, speaks for himself. There's still a trend here, Paddy. There's a trend. Still hanging in. No, no, that completely changes <laughs> now. <laughs> uh, number three, Nobby Solano. Mm-hmm. Number two, Tyrone Mings. And number one, Ashley Young. There's going to be a couple of people here that are going to be all over your Twitter mentions. The fact you've Robbie Keane in there and you've got Aaron in there over John Carew. And I apologize to uh, absolutely no, no one yeah, for putting yeah. him in there. <laughs> there's, there's, there's Conor McGregor, the, the Dublin coming out and Paddy. Um, <clears throat> right. Well, right. I, did, I didn't put John Carew in for the simple reason that we tr- he was suggested for a number of transfer windows before it actually happened. So it felt like he was there already. <laughs> he, nearly go, he nearly gets in for the fact that we got him for Milan Barros for me. Um, and the fact that look, without him, we wouldn't have would, uh, we wouldn't be able to implement Martin O'Neill's game plan with Gabby and and, and everybody else. Yeah. Um, so for me, he would be in there picking my top five. I think uh, picking my top five, it would be, and I'm not going to put him in any order. Uh, Ming's definitely in there. Um, I, I probably have Conor Horan in there over over Robbie Keane. Uh, you know what? I, I'm go- I'm going to put in. Um, I like if. Jesus, I can't believe Darren Bent has to go in there. He just has to. Like, he scored some very, very important goals for us. Uh, obviously, Emil Heskey goes in there. No, he doesn't. Uh, John Carew goes in there and Ashley Young. And I think that's my... And look, it's very, very harsh on Solano because I know when we did a a, a top... Uh, best team in my lifetime there during the first lockdown when we were stuck for things to talk about. I know I mentioned about how much I loved Solano, but... You know, Darren Bent, top sign, uh, most expensive signing we had for for years and years, yeah. uh, and and I think I think he 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 was poorly treated by you know at, at times you know at the end of his Villa career. I think uh, John Crew should definitely be in there, and and you know the likes of likes of Tyrone Mings, Ashley Young, and Jesus, uh, I can't remember. Conor Horan probably speak for themselves. Like Conor Horan, one of the one of the 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 freest scoring players I think we've signed in the last 20 years and then Tyrone Mings obviously England international and and Ashley Young is who he is as well you know just just speaks for himself but like there are some there's some guys there on that list Paddy as well and 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 I hate to do this Jesus I absolutely hate to do it but there's a couple of munters in there as well you know that aren't very good uh, and and looking down through the list yeah well I suppose the, way, the best way to sum it up is in my worst list, I kind of did it on worst value and how highly we rated them when they come in and how much of a failure they were. But the likes of Jacob Badu, I completely forgot who he was. I had to Google him. It was only about 16 when he was signed as well, wasn't he? From yeah, Bury. Was it Berry or Shrewsbury or someone? Berry, I think, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then you got, you know, the likes of Michael Bradley and those that came in on the loan. I thought Michael Bradley was good when he was with Villa and that's where I'm going to get Peltras from the Twitterati. But uh, I thought he was pretty decent and I actually <laughs> liked him in midfield. But uh, I just think he just, it was just so uncertain around him with the likes. I think he came in under Julia and I think he was himself and Bakun were probably in the same midfield from time to time. And I, I don't think that they were bad, but they just had, there was no direction in the club at that stage. Maybe. Um, like 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 we had some, had some decent loan signings I suppose Kyle Walker was good yeah uh, very good on loan Ryan Bertrand was very good on loan we'd like the two of them uh, two and Zabi Sam and Johnson Sam yeah. Johnson yeah 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 
Lewis Graben cut, cut, uh, got a couple of goals as well, didn't he, in the, in the championship season? Till he lost the interest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Courtney House obviously came on alone, and we, everybody knows how much we, we love him. Pepper Reina kept us up last, well. He did, yeah. Yeah, I suppose he, you, you, yeah. an argument could be made he did. So, um, the, so the Irish boy has kept him out as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, but like there's some, as I said, there's some not very good. Like, whew, looking down there, like Gabber Croy, the tracksuit pants wearing goalkeeper, he came in, he was pretty dismal. Um, he'd definitely be in my top five kind of wasteful signings. I think you'd have to have Simon Dawkins and Yukuba Silla in there as well. Um, like, it's... I think Lover Kalinic must go in there. Uh, we didn't see any, we should have seen stuff out of him. We just didn't. Uh, yeah. And then, like, so Barker Bast and Danny Drinkwater, you know, they're probably, oh, well, t- can we really call Tom Carroll a signing? <laughs> can we? Is he still playing even? Good question. I haven't heard of him since anyway. <laughs> I think he is. Jesus. Will I give you my top five before you start naming him? Do, 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 yeah. Okay, so as I said, I based it on those that we had high expectations for, those that we paid money for, that I was, I was really looking forward to them doing well. So number five, I've got Henry Lansbury. Speaks for itself, big wages, hasn't really delivered, hasn't really had a chance to deliver in fairness, but uh, some people will say he's had more than enough chances. Yeah. Uh, number four was Grant Holt. Really expected him to come in and score goals at the Holt end and have all of these... Uh, Talks of him doing so well and, you know, all the headlines written, Holt scores at the Holt, never happened. Um, number three was Robert Perez. Really, really disappointed at how he did when he was there. Um, just, number he was as old as Dales, he was about 36, seven I know. Or eight or Still, you expect a little bit of magic and it magic, just, yeah. just never really happened. And number two was so bad, they named him twice, Eric Jemba Jemba. <laughs> yeah. Number yeah. one, of course, can't see past him. Danny Drinkwater. No, I don't think. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't agree. I couldn't disagree with any of those there as well. Danny Drinkwater. Yeah, like he's another one. Like if if you look down through the list there, we haven't had very like like literally the even even an impact from minutes in the field from the guys that we've signed has been pretty poor. Like you're looking mm-hmm. at it there. You're looking at the likes of Yukubusilla, Danny Drinkwater, Tom Carroll. Uh, I know Gabber Croy is going to be a goalkeeper, and he was signed as an emergency piece. But uh, like, there's a lot of guys there that haven't haven't had an awful lot of time. Bjarnason didn't play as much as we would have expected him to, I suppose. James Bree barely played at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scott Hogan was injured quite a lot. Carlos Gill uh, played a couple of good games and then was more or less shipped off. And the Stevens never really played for us. So he played a couple of games like that as well. Uh, you know, it's it's Joy Joy Johnson. I used to love you the Thunder. Thunder and left foot, if I remember rightly, he yeah. was he was he was okay in, in a time where we were very vanilla. You know, Lover Cannon didn't play an awful lot. Gilbert hasn't played well; he's played a bit, but hasn't played much of recent. And Barker Bastin, you know, had his I suppose at nineteen minutes of fame, I think, <laughs> in Aston Villa shirt. So, like realistically speaking, and we're not going to go into who we would like to sign. I think what the the exercise behind this was. Whoever we sign, at least has to get on the field. I think that's fairly fairly important to say, like, and, and, and contribute because, like, there's a list of maybe about thirty. I haven't counted them. But there's a list of maybe about thirty players there, maybe probably more, maybe about 35, 40 players there. Mm-hmm. And you know, the you sent were to squeeze with a lot of them. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you said is you know maybe 
six or seven maybe good, good signings out of that 45, which just goes to show, I suppose, the exercises to determine how good the January transfer window has been for Villa, which it hasn't. And I'd say if you search around, you know, and, and do it to all the other Premier League clubs, you're probably looking at something similar. Um, like, I know it'd be different for the likes of Chelsea and, and Manu and Liverpool that would spend the big bucks and wouldn't be bringing in, um, you know, for, for all the world, a filler of a player that's just going to do a job for you for the, for the next four or five months, which a lot of them did do and then ended up being shipped out. But it's a strange, strange window. You know, I, I'd like to think if we're going to, if we're going to sign someone, it would be of the ilk of Ashley Young or Nabi Solano or, you know, or someone that's going to score goals. But, I think if we didn't sign anybody, we might be happy enough with what we have, but it's just it's just a worry that we haven't got enough to get us through if if there's any injuries or, you know. Mm. You know, we'll take Maddie Target, for example. We we I would be extremely worried if we were back up for him. So you know. Yeah. I I think the brain trust uh, I I think the I, I trust the brain trust as well with regards to, to what we have in here. Uh Perslow is not perfect. But he's also definitely not uh, like he wasn't perfect in the previous roles. He's done a pretty good job for us so far. Can't fault the man. Um, and and Johan Lang, this is where he comes in, and I'm sure he's rubbing his hands with glee, you know, to have a look and see what he can actually do when he uh, he dips his toes in the market because he's only going to get a couple of shots in January, maybe one or two. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't think he's going to want to. I don't think he's going to want to maybe take too many uh, risks. Uh, saying that you know, if the price is right, I think we'll sign players. Mm. Um, we might sign players. You might, you might even see a situation like we had with Freddie Gilbert. We might sign players and loan them back to their clubs. So, like, if the price is right in January in a COVID nineteen affected transfer market, whereby especially teams in Europe, teams in like, and I know I I I one hundred percent mean Patrick Borg when I say this, and I'm going to be just spouting his name the whole time because I think he's really really good. Um, like. The fact that Bodo Gunther are uh, in in Norway, like they're not going to be able to refuse two and a half million, three million for him. I, I don't know what he's going to cost, so I'm, I'm loath to say that say a, a price. But they're not going to be able to refuse. Uh, say, listen, there's money now while the place is locked down with COVID, and go back there and play with your club for the next for the next six months. And uh, you know, I, I I wouldn't be surprised to see a couple of these, and I think they'd be smart deals to make. I think I think some of them would be smart if they were young players. Um. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. It's all to be written. It's all to be written. And uh, I mean, no apologies for wanting us to sign every single player in the world uh, <laughs> over the next over the next four weeks. Um, it's uh, I get childish when uh, when it comes to, tra- to the transfer market. So that, will be, that's what it's all about, really, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, there, w- there will be lots of players that um, there will be lots of players. I think will work well with Villa, and I wouldn't say no to. Um, and yeah, uh, yeah look, I, I just I, I actually like even even though I've seen the list of players that we've seen there. I actually like the January transfer window. I like the fact that it's a, it's something to look forward to. Um, I don't know how I'd feel. I, I don't know, though, does it does the, the, the looking forward to it part of the January transfer window outweigh the maybe going out, being able to go out and strengthen at certain points, at more points during the season than when the January transfer window wasn't there for me. But rules are the rules. And, uh, you know, we might as well enjoy them while they're here, except for VAR, because I know people are going to say, why, why don't you enjoy VAR? Uh, <laughs> because because this, isn't, this rule isn't exactly wrong, I don't think. I think, I think it benefits 
teams in the, in the middle to middle to the lower bracket of uh, of uh, ability to be able to attract players. Yeah, I think it benefits. I, I think realistically, if there was any big money to be spent this month, it would probably only be on Ross Barkley. I I can't imagine there's going to be any marquee signing. Um, you know. That's just my opinion on it. I think we, I think we need a left back. I just worry about injury suspensions. I think we've covered everywhere else. Um, but it, it, it's, it's a, as I said, it's a strange, strange window. We've, we've, I think we've, with that list we've read out, you can see how strange it is. So uh, next few weeks will tell a tale whether there even is any interest to be spending money, but. You know, for now, I, I wouldn't mind seeing a couple go out either. Yeah, um, I know we've got rid of Lovray Kalinic. You know, Henry Lansbury isn't even in our Premier League squad. I think if we could offload him, I'd be very, very happy. Um, and and there, there might like be a couple more there. Yeah, yeah, like a couple of people go out and loan. That's what it's there for. Like, we let's start using the market, start using the loan market, start using the transfer market to try and make us better as opposed to making us worse by, like previously we might have sold somebody in January and it might have been a problem because we have to replace them. Why not say, now that we're on the cusp of wave, now that we're, we're, we're on the up, if we do have to sell someone who's in, who's in the squad, make sure we get, we get enough money that we can maybe replace them with one or two more players or that we've got somebody coming up from the academy. So, you know, I, I don't know whether we're, whether we're fully there yet from that point of view, from a selling-wise. I definitely think we can utilise loan markets, though, um, uh, for us loaning out our players. And we've yeah. been pretty good at that, I think, in the last 18 to 24 months. So, um, yeah, look, there's a lot to be, there's a lot to be, lot to look forward to. And look, we won't have time to draw breath because we're going to be playing games for the first 20 days of, of January anyway, more or less. So yeah. uh, I think it will be heavily back-loaded, uh, although you wouldn't know, considering now we've got a director of football and we do have a, a specific um, scouting department, not a scouting department, but a, a, almost a transfer department itself. And I know that Dean Smith is, is involved with it, but look, it's going to be interesting one way or another. This is the first time we get to see the new setup. And it's the first time that we really get to judge them on their, when I, I wouldn't even judge someone on a January transfer window, but we get to see what they're about and, and maybe get a tendency from them, which, which would be good. And we might get nothing from it. So it's just all mystery. It's fantastic. I love it. I love it. Um, anything else, Paddy? Anything we missed? Colin Bell, Man City midfielder, died during the, during yeah, the week. Yeah, would, would have been a big hero in my house growing up, but my dad being a Man yeah. City fan, it would so be a, up. his era. So he's a... Uh, my father was uh, particularly upset when he heard the news, but uh, yeah, really, really good player. Obviously, uh, you know, f- as much as I don't want to have any interest in Man City, the interest is there mm. um, by default. But uh, yeah, God rest him. He's a, he was a smashing, smashing player and well thought of there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, anything else, Paddy? Did I miss anything else? I don't think it is. I, I don't think so. No, no. I, think, I think we're all covered. All covered. Hopefully, we're not uh, in the same situation this Friday as we were last Friday. And looking back on, you know, an, a wrongdoing, I should say. So let's hope that the, you know, everything plays fair. If we lose, we lose, and it doesn't ruin our weekend like VAR and bloody referees can so that's all I hope for that's all I wish for especially with the match being on a Friday the weekend is a very very long weekend at least there's plenty of FA Cup games to watch Uh, looks like it's going to be a cold one here in Ireland I'm not sure how it's going to be in the UK so uh, I I don't think um, our old friend Rick Leong has to worry about uh, wearing his for the love of Paul McGrath hat in in California for a while (laughs) he's promised he's going to wear it surfing 
Um, so you'd be the only man that, yeah, wearing, a, wearing a, a woolly beanie hat surfing. I, I want pictures of that. That'd be yeah. fantastic. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, I, look, thanks to everybody that's, um, the, that uh, contacted me about the hats. Just still a few available. If anybody wants them, let me know. And I will try and get them in the post ASAP. Um, that's going to do it for today. Uh, thanks very much to everybody as I say as always for listening you can catch Paddy on at Villa Paddy you can catch me on at, for the, uh, at Love McGrath pod um, it's look it's, it's it's FA Cup against Liverpool might as well go out and win the bloody thing that's my that's my view on it uh, it's very simple very Long simple overdue. yeah very simple uh, team talk for me uh, for, the, for the lads look it's the FA Cup might as well go out and bloody win it uh, and that's basically what I'm going to leave leave the podcast on and all that's left to say is up the villa. Up the villa. Hold the back page. Breaking news. Unfortunately, it doesn't bring me any delight whatsoever to announce this, but Aston Villa have just confirmed that the club has closed its body more heat training ground after a significant coronavirus outbreak. Large number of first-team players and staff returned positive tests after being routinely tested on Monday and immediately went into isolation. A second round of testing was carried out immediately and produced more positive results today. So first-team training ahead of tomorrow's FA Cup match with Liverpool was cancelled and discussions are ongoing between medical representatives of the club, the Football Association and the Premier League. When I said I was I was up for anything in this Liverpool game, I fucking wasn't up for that. No. Well, look, it, it, it changes everything. You know, we, we could be looking at a cancellation tomorrow night and I think the most important thing is that everybody is okay and yeah, safe yeah. and well and uh, nobody's putting any da- any further danger. So, um, fingers crossed, you know, that it's minimal and people's symptoms aren't too strong and, you know, we can we can get through this. We could be looking at a cancellation, as I said. So, um it is what it is what it is. Unfortunately, that's the way the world has gone, and it's it's not going to be the last of them. So, um, yeah, you know. it's, it's unfortunate. It's had a significant coronavirus outbreak. Me, yeah. Lends me to believe that you know we're not talking one, two, or three people here. We're talking, you know, a, a good share of people, um, uh, which is like just the most horrible, horrible, horrible. Uh, I suppose news to have midweek when you're, when you're trying to play on uh, Thursday when you're trying to play. Um, a football match, but it's really strange to me that if people um, went into isolation, returned positive tests on Monday, and uh, that it's only breaking now. Um, I know there was forty people that were was it forty players in the Premier League yeah. were found to found to be positive. Uh, this is bad. This is bad from the club. Uh, yeah. point, from the club we don't know enough about it either because yep. you know there's there's significant delays with the amount of testing that's going on at the moment, and I presume it's going to apply yep. to footballers just as it is to the rest of us. So yeah. Uh, as I said, it's only breaking news, so we, we're bound to learn more in the coming hours or so. So, absolutely. Um, as I said, safety is everything. You know, hopefully everybody is okay and there's no overwhelming symptoms in there. So, um, and obviously you worry about their family and elderly family and yeah, young kids that they go home to. Definitely. Anyway, look, uh, there's not more, not much more we can really do or say about it now. Anything we could say now would be born out of passion and, and without the full context of, of information. And as you know here on, on For the Love of Pomegranate, at least we try and at least do small bit of, of discussion of, of, of factual information from time to time. And this isn't something I'd be willing to give my opinion on without knowing the facts. I very nearly did go into a bit of a um, my own opinion on it, but I just hope everybody is safe. Uh, we'll know more, I suppose, soon. And uh, look, as I say, the, the, the 
it's 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 one of those things at the moment. You can't put the genie back in the bottle. You can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. You know what we got to do is just make sure everyone is healthy, everyone is safe. There's no lasting effects from, uh, and that everybody can um, you know, can 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 resume playing as soon as possible once they're medically cleared and and fit to do so. Yeah, exactly. Uh. Yeah. Not a nice thing to have to come back. I usually breaking news on a podcast, and you come back, it will be in a nice, uh, nice news. But but this isn't. Uh, guys, we're going to cut it there again because, as I say, I don't want to go speak too much more about it until we hear more from the club. Um, yeah. Stay tuned, I suppose, to any any uh, club sources for any information. Don't believe Absolutely. a lot of stuff you'll see on Twitter. Wait for club sources and wait for wait for verified sources. I suppose with something to do with this. And once again, all that's left to say is up the villa, up the villa. Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.